Welcome back this week, Voices on the Mountain. We're finishing up Ghost Points. Stick around. Next one I have, uh, Ren One. Correct. For the next one on your list? Okay. So, Gui Tsang. Yeah. Question. Like you're asking a question. Uh, Gui Tsang. Tsang. Good. Gui Do you have tsang. a ghost in your Gui Tsang? That's <laughs> true. So, this one is actually separated between men and women. So, uh, classically, they say men is the Hui Yin point, which if you, you know, based on practitioner and really, boy, this, I would recommend you do this. Dr. Guo taught you this very well. But Ren One is never in the middle. doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. It's never halfway between your, your front genitals and your, your booty hole. It's, it, it, it's actually towards the, uh, a quarter away from the backside for men and a quarter away from the front side for women. Okay. But it's never in the middle. Um, so this is the perineum that we're talking about halfway between the front and the back junk. But the key here is that for ladies, it really is like a quarter away from the, the bottom of the uh, vaginal you know, opening, the labia. And then for men, it's like a quarter away from the anus. So it, it, it's a game changer. It really, if we're, you know, not even just talking about ghost points, but this is a good time just to, again, to shout out to all those practitioners you can really change things differently if you shift how you're needling this. Not only that, I, I don't I don't just think it's much more effective, which I really, really do. It's actually a lot safer because you're not going to go straight into a prostate and you're not going to do other things like that too. So for the male side, what you're basically doing is paralleling the rectum. You're going in a parallel line right next to the out. Like, of course, you're not inside the rectum. That's why you're a quarter away from the anus but you're going right up next to the rectum and the anus. And on the female side, you're actually paralleling the vaginal canal. So you're paralleling these canals in our body. It's just one is to the back for the men and to the front for the women. And if you do that, oh my gosh, these points. And so you do, we do tend to use them fairly long needles for these. Dr. Guo always used a three twin needle on both men and women. Wow. doesn't mean we put the whole three twin in, but it does mean you have to have the ability to depending on where you're getting the right sensation. Right. Um, the funniest thing is most people, they were really okay with it. I know this is a really awkward place to get needled. And so, and people think it's like absolutely going to be cringy and horrible. It's not. I mean, there's like a little prick when the needle goes in and then most people are like, Hey, that's kind of comfortable. Yeah. It's not a harsh thing. No, not especially if we just two points ago, we did love gong on the hand. I feel like. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's way worse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But I do feel, I mean, are you talking about in the States or are you talking about in China with that? For which one? For the, like, yeah, for, like, how comfortable the patient is. That's a really good point. I think Americans would just be so freaked out about it. That's what I think. That they wouldn't even know the physiological. They're just not, I think they're, like, basically going to be out of their body freaked out. So they're not even going to know what it feels like. They're just going to be like, ah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And pretty hesitant to, like get needle down there in the first place yep yeah yep so you'd really have to build a, a relationship with them before you can like before they trust you enough for this i think yeah absolutely but yeah there's certain things you just can't and in fact um so speaking to the the usage of the male one which is remember we said the hui yin ren one but a quarter away from the anus instead dr guo would use this really effectively on like like just young depleted nothing left we had this one patient he came in 
he was in his teens, like 16, 18, something like that, maybe, maybe early 20s. But he looked like a child that was like one of the most malnourished things you've ever seen. He just couldn't, would not eat, like just rail thin. Mm-hmm. Like we literally had to pull, like pull him out of his wheelchair and set him on the table. And it's not that he couldn't move his legs. It's just that he was in such a mental state that he just was like almost out of it the whole time. Wow. Um, and lifting him up was like lifting up a butterfly. It was crazy. Like normally you'd think, oh, we're going to take one or two people to lift him up. Nope. I mean, I could have lifted that dude with an arm, man. Wow. And it's just scary close to something really bad, right? Yeah. And this is when he used this point and it's pretty cool. You have to do it regularly. Don't, right? Don't expect these points to be overnight shifters. Okay. They're just one of our most powerful tools. And so this is where he gave that guy um, the male Ren one. Yeah. And how often did he do it? Well, Dr. Guo, is he's not from Beijing, so he would come to Beijing and then treat for like a week and then he'd go back for another six weeks to his place in Shanxi province and then he'd come back. So every time that he came to town, that, that family usually tried to bring them at least once or twice. Gotcha. Yeah. And then you said it was for, for helping out the young. Oh, yeah. So, and that's interesting because, well, one from Qigong, right? Like that's an entry point for like earth chi which would be more yin and then the name too as we normally do it i mean i'm i might mess this up it's what huyin and then that's going to be yin uniting or yin meeting or something like that correct the meeting point of all yin channels that's exactly right yeah so interesting that that's a point that you would then use too but as all things come from the the opposite right (laughs) yin and yang right so and it's fascinating that on one side of basically the rectum for men is that point, and the other side is Chang Chang, which is the first do channel point, which is just insanely powerful for that as well. Okay. That's right. And so you can kind of think of them as one fueling the other, right? Just like heart fire is what it is the imperial fire, it's what gives all life. But just like the Neijing says, it doesn't come, heart fire wasn't first. It was actually kidney water that came first. Right. So in the same way, the this point would be your kidney water to then Correct. do the fire up the dew channel. Correct. Awesome. And with a point like, and with like a patient like that who is just emaciated, like to the bone, you got to get some yin on those bones, you know? Yeah, totally. Okay. So we're, we're doing both, but it's yeah, yin to both. do the yang. That's right. Or, and if you, if you don't think that you need to focus on that, then just switch to do one. Right. Right. Cause I can just burn the wood that's already there to create young. That's exactly right. Gotcha. And the storage, we're just going deeper and deeper again. Same idea, same kind of. For the name. That's right. Yeah. That's where it stores in. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, that word tongue is the exact same character as song, which is organ, the, the five song organs. Oh, no way. It's just uh, it's one character has two different pronunciations. Correct. I give up. <laughs> I know. But then it makes so much sense why the Zong organs need to store. Because Zong need to Zong. Yeah, but come on, guys. I mean, make it a little easier. <laughs> oh, I know you I know you mean, man. Uh, I encourage people to study Chinese. I just never tell them it's going to be a tough one. <laughs> You're in for a long one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so same character, two different pronunciations, two different opinions Correct. then. Okay. Correct. Got it. Well, 
I'll tuck that away for another day. Um, <laughs> the last one for me on my list, but I think you have another one, right? You have two. Oh, we, we also didn't tell them where the female version is. You said a that, quarter. F- oh, so that would—that's the female Hui Yin. Where where to do Hui Yin? Oh, okay. But technically, this point. So that's just how I recommend everyone do Ren One for females. Gotcha. But this point technically calls for an extra point called Yu Tao, which is like the head of the Jade Gate. Uh oh. So Jade meaning precious. Yeah. Uh, actually, for yeah, Jade fluid is the word for like. Vaginal like secretions, yeah. Vaginal secretions, yep. We can talk. Actually, we might do that. It's so a lot of people ask me, like, what about like this, like, semen retention and stuff like that. We should totally do an episode on that. I oh, for sure. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's so we'll talk, we'll talk about jade liquid. It was nuts to me that because before I got to school, I was reading everything I could on Chinese medicine, and, yeah. a, and a lot of that was then not Chinese medicine as much as like the the Taoist arts that are alongside mm-hmm. it in the cultivation side. They were like, they, they would quote these things. They'd be like, look, if you're not having sex properly, like it doesn't matter what herbs you're taking or what you're doing in the clinic. Like you need to be having proper sex. I get to school and it was like, I, we didn't talk about it as a center focal point once, you know, like it would come up because I would bring it up. But otherwise it was not <laughs> like, Asher, stop doing that. <laughs> but it's like, this is so central to our medicine. And we're just ignoring it. It feels kind of uh, untrue to, to the roots. It really is. And it, you, Asher, you're totally right. I mean, like if people, you know, are doing the right lifestyle stuff, maybe even doing herbs and acupuncture on the reg to try and build up their kidneys and they're just wrecking, you know, they're just using, like, ejaculating way too much for men. This actually doesn't work for women because women don't lose Jing during um, climaxing. They lose Jing during their period cycle, but they can't stop that. Right. Um, and then for men, it's actually not the sex, it's the ejaculation. And but there is a history too of women stopping their jing cycle early. Oh, if their kidney jing is low. No, to for like uh, for self cultivation, like the kung fu females would stop their periods early. Oh, do you remember this? Do you ever know that I, or no? I feel like I have heard about this. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Now that you say that, that does actually kind of make sense, or, or it rings some bells. I. Came across it in Deadman, I think, first. The Stonegate Ren 5 yes. was brought up as a point. And he says to use that for that? Yeah. yeah, That's right. Yeah. That is so right. A good go, Deadman. There's a reason why we use it and why it's called Stonegate because of that. Um, because you're not moving a stone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one sounds pretty darn harsh. So get ready for uh, this, this. You know, Don't cancel all of our classics or anything. But the word for an infertile woman was called a stone woman. Sure. Like her uterus was a stone. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was common knowledge. No, and I so, just feel like that's like a, like that, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And so then stone gate actually is one of the ultimate worst points to do for a woman who's trying to get pregnant. So it's the opposite. So there's the phrase that, or the classic Chinese idea that if you needle stone gate, you'll cause a stone woman so you might actually cause infertility with that point yeah i had a a student once we were treating each other and this was like online so we weren't even doing the needles but she was like i'm not doing that point like i don't want to be infertile i was like i'm pretty sure you have to do it regularly or all this stuff but i don't know yeah it's it's true and there's not as much guidance as you might think but 
regular, absolutely, I think you'll lead to infertility. And so I actually never needle that for women who still want to have babies at all. So for females, the only time I would ever needle that is if they've, they're sure they don't want kids or um, they've already had as many kids as they want or something. Yeah, I was going more for the, um, what, the kidney points next to it to uh, four fullnesses because, yeah, yeah I felt like, I felt multiple times on females with like uh, either fibroids or like uh, PCOS or something that when I palpate down in that region, I'm like, oh, there's there's a thing like I can feel. Um, and so and it's usually right around that four fullness point. You bet, man. And then in that case, I recommend you do needle that, yeah. Especially if you're off the center line. Yeah. Or sometimes you'll be over by um, the forts and down from the navel stomach line. Quilai. Okay. Yeah. I was like, not T2, but. The Which ex- one, T2? The extra point. Oh, oh no, it's it's just, it's forts and down from the navel, but on the two zone out stomach channel line. Yeah. Quilai. Quilai. Okay. It means like coming coming back or coming home. It means bring the period back, though. Oh. Yeah. Bring it back, y'all. Bring it back. Yeah. Sounds like a hip-hop song. Yeah. Um, well, that all the single ladies are going to love. Bring back my period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put a diva cup on it. Put a diva cup on it. Yeah. Well, the great thing about diva cups is they can tell you exactly how much they bleed in like milliliters. That's true. And they'll know. Yeah. And also for the environment. Come on, people. I mean, yeah. I don't have a, a vagina, so I can't really have a say in it, but I have my opinion. Yeah. I'm a white male. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, opinions, you can have them. Uh, you can have them. Just like assholes. We all got them. Oh, so getting back to Umento now. <laughs> um, yeah, this one is called the Jade Gate, the head of the Jade Gate, meaning the top of the Jade Gate, Umento. And so this is, they describe it literally like inside the labia. Okay. So it's pretty darn close to the clit. I wouldn't obviously needle the clit, that's insanity, but you would basically needle just above it. So the hood um, then. Basically the hood, yep. Yeah. The hood or like, yeah. Exactly. Still. Um, It's a pretty intense one. So I don't recommend that. Um, I know that sounds crazy. We're talking about 13 (laughs) growth points in this whole episode. I don't. I'd recommend people just switch to the the lady red one. And it's it's a really important point there. Most women do super duper well on that point. Um, It's kind of like Jiao Hai is good for most women too. The kidney seven, right? Six. Six. In between the tendons below the ankle. Yeah, but it's not in between the tendons. What? Oh, we never talked about that. It's just straight below the ankle. Yeah, you go until you fall off that plateau of bone. Sure. So it's not one cent below. It's like one and a half. Or it's it's notably lower than the books will tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. We got shown that as a as a Japanese location for it. So like you follow the two tendons then all the way in that groove down off the bone and then... Correct. Okay, I thought you meant like because some people will say it's between two tendons or even in the joint space on them. That's the bone. that's the point location given in Deadman. So that's whack. Yeah, that's whack. We get whack. Also, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like if people really want to be using that for like activating the Yinwei Mai, uh, I'm sorry, Yin Chao Mai, then does it? I mean, how much effect have they seen? No, 
But if you do it the other way that I just explained, then you really all the time you'll get it circulating and shooting to the bottom of the foot. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sensation. Yeah. I know that's so key too. If you know what sensations to look for off of your needling technique, it really so helpful. Yeah. Also really helpful as a guide to your patients. Cause if you tell them they're going to get a lightning bolt somewhere and it happens, they're a lot more amenable to it than just like, ah, Thor struck my tummy. Totally. No, I mean, you just like upped your efficacy Your you know, you just told them what to expect and then it happened. Like yeah. you can usually get away with, a lot more in that direction than if you don't tell them anything and then they're like, what is this? Um, That's a really good point. I was going to say for acupuncture, my hardest patients have always been the ones that they don't know what's happening in their body. And so like sitting still and like asking them to tune in is just a wild ride for them that yeah. like, I'm like, I have a hard time helping them navigate that. Cause they're just like, I feel something like, and they're super excited <laughs> about it. Right. And they don't, they can't quantify it. They have, and I try to give them guideposts and all the things, but it's, if they're not tuned in to what's happening, if they're just ignoring their daily, whatever, like those people getting them to sit down for 45 minutes and like feel the sensations and be okay with feeling things in their body. Nuts. (laughs) So true, dude. That's all right. So true. Yeah. And they're just shut. They've shut down so many things, right? Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Just dis- disconnected with all that. Yeah. And then after the treatment, they're like, I have all these weird sensations. And I'm like, look, I didn't do any of that. Like, you're just finally feeling what's happening. Like, Right. You broke me. Actually, reactivated you. Yeah. Oh, man. That's actually a great launching point for them to check out um, counseling, too. Some of my patients, have, yeah. Yeah. Specifically, the demographic that Asher just kind of described. Those ones are like, oh my God, I've never felt emotions before. Like I've never, like one of my patients, he, it was the first time he'd ever felt heartbreak after he, so we would been mm. working together for a while. Then I, I, he got busy for something. And then like a month or two later, he broke up with his girlfriend and he expected he just like kind of walk through it. Like he did the rest of the breakups and most of his life. And it really hit him. Yeah. And so then he was joking because him and his buddy always come to see, well, his buddy was more regular and he's like, dude, Steven broke me. <laughs> And he's joking, of course, because now he finally knows what heartbreak feels like. And he's like, I used to walk. It's the first time this has ever happened. And I actually don't know if he loved that lady as much as he just finally had emotions to deal with, you know? Right. Yeah. Because I can't obviously speak to how much people love each other, but just based on his conversation and stuff. Yeah. No, I think it's I think it's fair. But having that emotion for the first time in whatever. The other thing that's crazy, too, I think, is that you get like being raised out here in our modern world or whatever, they don't get validated when you're a kid growing up as much as they maybe should. And then, yeah. And like you experiencing whatever you're experiencing kind of thing. Mm. And then you learn like to shut things down. Like this guy learned to shut down like heartbreak or whatever. And he's totally probably had reasons to feel it before as a kid, but then it's like, he's an adult, he's living on his own. And then he has to do the heartbreak. Like, man, it's so much easier when you're four and like something else happens. Someone um, takes your slothy toy and you're like, heartbreak. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, no, you have to share. And it's like, well, yeah, you do. But also like their experience of feeling whatever is also. Such a good point, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Valid or even maybe even encouraged, right? Totally. Yeah. Like to feel the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was uh, 11 male and females slight variations. Yes. Should we hit 12? Is 12 going to be LI 11? It sure is. Okay, so 
Gwei Tu. Tui. Tui. Oh, that's yep. funny. Ghost legs. That's right. Ghost leg. There's also sometimes it's called Gwei Chun, which is ghost advisor. Uh, not advisor. Who's like who's like the warlords or like the it's like the dukes underneath the king? So you've got the monarch, and then you've got like the people he sends out to do stuff. Not the mm. advisor he's consulting with. Right, right, but it's right. like the people, it's like the regional lords that Yeah, lords. Yeah. Dukes, lords, that all works. Yeah. Governors. Governors. Like in we use this for herbs too. We'll say Jun Yao, Chen Yao. It's the second layer down. So it's like the monarch herb and the minister herb. It's very clear that you need to there's a very different, big difference between a minister herb and a ministerial fire. They're two different words in Chinese. Ministerial fire is called xiang, so we call it xiang huo. That's the one that interacts back and forth with the monarch. That's a really important role. Literally, the character is a wood, uh, a tree with an eyeball behind it, because it's like the advisor is standing behind the tree and being like, "Yo, Empy, do uh, I assume they called <laughs> emperors Empy when they were on first name basis?" Yeah. Um, He's like, yo, Empy, don't do that. That's a pitfall. And then Emperor is like, oh, snap. Thank you, advisor man. And that's a Xiang. And then the Chun would never dare do that. That's literally like the pictograph is like of a human kneeling because they're lords, but they have to obey everything that the um, monarch tells them to do. So think of them as like the go do it people. Got it. Hence leg here. It's not about your leg, your thigh. It's about like the the legwork, doing the legwork of it, like the guys going out. Yeah, I didn't know there was a cross-cultural pun there, but um, it means like the guys going out and do, doing the stuff. Nice. Because I had it on a note from Wang Juyi that was for not walking, and I was like, what in the world is this arm point doing treating your legs for not being able to walk? <laughs> Unless it's large intestine heat. I don't see why. Yeah, no, that, and then it's like I can come up with strange channel reasons, but you can always come up with strange channel reasons. It's yep. you have it's to come up with enough that are all <laughs> you know working together, and you don't get that with large intestine eleven. No, I don't see that either. Yep. And so exactly, and chuchu in the channel large intestine eleven's normal channel point name means like the bending pool, um, kind of just like Asher said, the nooks, the crannies, the bends at the elbows, and so forth. And that's really what it's referring to. It's like the pooling at that area, but it's so useful. I think this is pretty common knowledge that a lot of people will use that for clearing heat as they will for a lot of the points that we've already just listed today. But then this is specifically for external heat. And so you can see this is really much more for like clearing upper body heat or external heat that's now then invaded into the body, not for internal heat. For that, you would go to the lower Hussey point or even the Ying spring point of that channel. Right. I do find it interesting, though, that it's like we've gone on this road deeper and deeper and deeper. And then almost at the deepest, we, we, we came back to the surface a little bit and we're like, clear the external heat again. Yeah. So you're so right, dude. Yeah. Dude, that's going to serve you so well, too. When, when we get to um, the formulas for clearing blood heat and ying nutritive heat, which are both very deep in the body, there's a beautiful formula called qing ying tang, which means clearing the ying nutritive layer decoction and it's got external heat clearer herbs in it it doesn't have only that of course but it's really weird you're like why in the world would they put these herbs that we use for chi level heat or external level heat well chi level meaning more external not 
all the way at the surface. Yeah. And it's because when you bring that heat up, what you're literally trying to do is vent the nutritive heat higher up. You can't vent it all the way out through your skin because there's that barrier, but you can vent it up to your digestive level or your chi level, and then you can poop and pee it out. And getting that movement on the higher level then creates space for everything else to move up and through. Correct. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll, you can literally clear yang nutritive and then develop stomach fire. Because you just moved all the heat into this other trap system. That's... that's exactly right. We're doing the leg work. We're doing it because we're, we're moving it all the way out. That's correct. Okay. That's right. It's like obeying the, the monarch here. Okay. And then I don't have the last one, so you got to fill me in. Got it. So the 13th one is called Gui Feng. Um, and this is, you can call it like sealing, like this to seal, like that kind of kind of feng. Okay. Like to seal an envelope, to lock something off. Um, and this one is underneath the tongue. So it's like you lift up your tongue and it's right on the center skin bit. It's on the, gotta be a, the tendon that, that like connects everything. Yeah. That like stringy bit. Yeah. Yep. And then it's like right where it kind of attaches to the tongue. Like the base of the tongue. Oh, that's where people get their tongue spears. Oh, there you go. So they're getting a uh, getting a good old ghost point up there. <laughs> yeah, they're sealing it in. Yeah, I was gonna say. Or I mean, if they create a hole there, I mean, your seal is now broken. Oh damn! That's like uh, breaking the seal. Yeah, it's like you don't want to do that. No, <laughs> lifetime breaking the seal. <laughs> Pee forever, <laughs> or ghosts are gonna come, come get you forever. That's exactly right. <laughs> yep, and so that one, and that one um, also has a. It's an extra point, but it has a, a name. It's called High Trend, the source of the sea, in Extra Point Land. Hi, what's the second one? When Tren. like Yong Tren, like like Kidney One Tren, Q U A N. Ah. Uh. And so this guy is the seal because it's the last, it's the deepest. Is this like? Yes, I think that is true. There is no, there is no deeper than this. Yeah, and it, you can see we've actually kind of come full circle, right? Right, right back so up to the mouth. Around, right back up to the exactly. So it's like, and and so there's a couple key things. Is in a way we've actually kind of done the whole circle about like chasing this ghost all the way back through the body, made the full circuit, and then we would. Um, you know, hopefully clear it and seal it out. It's also really important not only to do the classically, they would say you have to do all 13 of these and all in the right order. And very importantly, men have to start on the left. Women have to start on the right. That's emphasized multiple times. I know. Hey, here we go. Cause we have these questions about the extraordinaries of where do we get this? And here there might be a little clue. It's not related. Uh, Maybe this is where they picked it up for, you know, like, okay. Not Did saying, they switch those orders for lady, men and women? No, women are always right. That's the easiest thing to remember in the world. <laughs> but I see. You're in a relationship, you know. <laughs> but like, like when they do like, you're talking about the Ba Mai Jiao Hui Shia too, right? The eight channel oh God. interconflict one? <laughs> yeah, yes, I am. <laughs> I would never call it that, but yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and they do like one, like a Lia on one side and... Yeah. You know, yeah, we're gonna open but, up the the rent and the deal. They don't do and that, and they do that the same between men and women. How do you mean? So they wouldn't they wouldn't start like they wouldn't do right leotria for men, women, and then left leotria for men. They, they would. Oh, they do. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. You start. Yeah, maybe that's partly where it comes from. Then. Yeah. You start. So just to go through one, if you were doing, let's say the, the Chong, you would do left side, spleen four, Chong Sun. For men? Yeah, for men. And you'd uh-huh. do right side for, for women. And then do they do the other side second or they just don't do the other side? No. So then you, um, you're going to do the, the indicated pair. So then you're going to go up to the arm and you're going to yep. use opposite side Neguan. Okay. For, for both those. So for the, for the man, now you're doing a right side, uh, Neguan and for the woman, you're doing a left side Neguan. Got it. And, so cross top, bottom, left, right. Yeah. And then you're going to go back down, do the second Gong Sung, second spleen four on the opposite side and then go back up to it and do the second Neguan opposite side. Got it. There, also, I think this is probably obvious with how we were joking about it, but I've never seen that once in China. <laughs> like, I was only there for 11 years, which did feel short at the time, but I've never seen that once where people would do that. Oh. So that definitely feels like someone on this side of the, the pond winging it or pulling it from something like this. I like how you call it the pond. That's like the old school way, yeah? <laughs> right? Oh, like literally? Yeah, I think they called it like the other side of the pond. Yeah, we like Westerners or Xiang people, Xiang Ren, like Western Ocean people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Sweet. All right, so that's a biggie: is men start on the left, women start on the right, and then you put them. So you'd go like, um, if you were going to do, obviously some of them are in the middle. So number one doesn't matter because it's. A, there's only one point. But then if you were going to go to, say, number two, you'd go to that lung 11 point, Shaoshang, mm-hmm. and you'd do, for a man, you'd do left Shaoshang, then right Shaoshang, then go to number two point, left to right two, and so forth. And then for women, it's exactly the opposite. And then as you um, take them out, you take out right side first for men and left side first for women. So it, Take out reverse order. Take out reverse order. So the, for men, the left side goes in first, comes out last. And so forth. Cool. And then needling depths. You mentioned earlier these are shallower. That's right. Um, so we'll just go through them. Number one, they recommend you go to three fun, which means 0.3 tsun. Got it. A third of a tsun. Pretty wee, right? Yeah. But for those of you who felt Renjong, um, it's a pretty tender spot. Remember, it's not in the middle between the nose and the, the lip. Is it more towards it's the nose? That's correct. It's two thirds up, one third down. Yeah. Well, there's that bone like hinge yeah. right there. Correct. Yeah. And you have to go above that bone hinge, right? You don't go under and into? I go above it. Okay. Like fall off of it above and then go straight in. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, number two. So that was Gui Gong. Number two point is Gui Xin. This one is also um, three fun, which means a third of a twin. Third point is um, Gui Lei. This one is two fun, so a little bit shallower, um, which is point um, two Cun, right? Right. It's a fifth of a Cun. Then we go to the fourth point, Gui Xin. This one is half a fun, which means, I'm sorry, five fun, which is half a Cun. So that now we're getting a little bit deeper at Daling. And you can see the depth is increasing as the point sequence is, is, is progressing. Then we go to the fifth one, Uh-oh. Gui Lu. It's like, how deep are we going to be at the end when we're in the mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And then, uh, that's all good. It's Gui Lu. This one, classically, you use fire needling technique. 
Yeah, so you're, which is fascinating because this whole sequence is often used to treat heat. Right. And yet we're using a fire needle, but you don't only use fire needles to treat cold. Sometimes you just use it to enhance the function of certain points. Sure. So here we're over here and we use fire needle and they just say uh, poke it three times. Like, so a fire needle, what you do is you take the iron needles, not the normal needles. Very important. You can't use normal needles for this. It'll, they'll get too weak. These are like the black iron needles. Um, and they come in all different thicknesses, and then you heat it up until it's red hot and poke it into a spot. Sounds horrible and painful. It's actually not that bad. It really isn't. Um, but you just poke them in three times uh, consecutively, and that's what you do for that point. And then uh, number six, Guijun, this one is also one-fifth um, of a tsun, point two tsun. So super shallow, just like um, Asher was saying, is very, very safe at that point. That you could do universally. It doesn't really matter. Nothing happens at point, point two twin. Uh, then the seventh point, which is Gui Chuang. This is half a twin, also Wu Fun, so half a twin. Number eight, Gui Shi, which is that internal administration of the ghosts. This is uh, three fun again, so a third of a twin. Number nine, Gui Ku, um, which is that pericardium yin spring point. This is only too fun as well, so that's a fifth of a tun, 0.2 tun. Okay. Then number 10, uh, Gui Tang. This one is also 0.2 tun, so a fifth of a tun. Number 11, uh, Gui Tang. This one is a third of a tun, so also extremely shallow. I would put, point out, though, that the extremely shallow here is probably just for the female one, could arguably go deeper for the men, right? That is an extremely sensitive spot if you do the traditional location for females. Okay. And then number 12, Gui Chun. This one is five fun again, which means half a twin. And number 13, um, which is um, Gui Feng. Poke it five times. Uh, yeah, so, well, exactly. So you can uh, needle this one. I think traditionally they would uh, bleed this one. They would oh. just kind of hit it and bleed it for a little bit. So they would, yeah, it, that's a little bit harsh too because it's a pretty tender spot. Um, yep. Well, and I figure if someone's mentally ill, it's like getting them to open up their mouth and like let you take a sharp object and get in there. It's like, <laughs> right? Like just practically, like the people who I would, I'm like, oh, you need ghost treatment. It's like, I'm not sticking my hand in their mouth. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes they'll also recommend leaving a needle in after you bleed it a little bit too. So, And then as two additional points, sometimes to this sequence, people will add jian shi, which is on the pericardium channel somewhere. Um, I don't know. What's what's above neiguan? Uh, like more, more proximal to, towards the core of the body. The jing river. There it is. Jian shi. And then Ho Xi, which is small intestine three, I believe. Yeah. Yep. So these are two examples of two other points that we'll often add in addition to this. And I'm pretty sure that's just because it comes from um, Bian Chue's stuff. Oh, okay. So not this isn't Sun Si Miao stuff. These are it's not those last two are not Sun Si Miao. They're just like, yo, this worked good too. Right. And then so one thing we didn't hit today, which I thought we might have, because when I see people on the street, which I was just joking about, right, where you're like, oh, you need this ghost treatment. 
uh-huh. I often think of phlegm misting the mind. Yes, which should be translated as veiling the mind, by the way. Oh, okay. Or covering the mind. Sure. Okay, that works. Because phlegm doesn't mist, right? No. It coagulates too thick. Yeah, can you imagine? Like, phlegm <laughs> misting the, ga- the mind? You know, it reminds me of, like, the money gun, but throwing phlegm up in the air instead. You're like, dude, that's just going to be phlegm pies coming down on everybody. Yeah, no good. There's no such thing as misty phlegm, because mist is for fluids, but phlegm is dry. Right. But phlegm does coat, uh, cover, and block, hence veiling or that sort of thing. Right. And so is there, I mean, in this treatment that we're looking at right now of these ghost points, are we doing that aspect too? Or are we not yet? I don't know. Oh, getting rid of the phlegm to, that yeah. is doing that? Yeah. Such a solid point. Because um, there's no stomach 40, man. And I mean, I learned in the West, and if you're going to treat phlegm, you got to use stomach 40. <laughs> I don't care what you're doing. <laughs> That's a really good point. Um, I would say the spleen one is that one? Yeah, spleen yeah. one yin bai. Yeah, that would be the big key there. Okay, because we have some fluids with the with the guaisure, but not really what we're looking for. And um, also for chengjiang, generating fluids. Chengjiang. Oh, you're saying processing the fluids? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. this one can also deal with fluids. Some interestingly too, when people have like phlegm blocking the mind, making like post stroke or something. And unable to speak, you can use this point, but really we like this one better. Is that what you're doing underneath the tongue? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's a spicy one. If you guys have never felt that on yourselves before, I recommend doing it on yourself so you know what to how to describe it to a patient. It literally feels like your tongue is getting sucked back into your throat. Oh, gnarly. It's an impressive. We do use a three twin needle on that. Probably go in maybe two of the three twin, Whoa. but it's uh it's pretty real. Yeah. Don't forget to hold that point longer if you do needle it um, because there's an artery right there. So you don't want to nick an artery or if you do, just hold it for a while. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No nicking arteries, please. That's right. That's right. Oh, one other cool key thing that they often describe is that, so men on the left, women on the right, we already said that one. Um, and then um, usually we would consider... Uh, the, the odd dates of the year, now of course this is technically using a lunar calendar, but the odd dates of the year are yang dates and the even dates are yin dates, just like I Ching, the book of changes. Mm. Um, and so on yang days of the month, as well as yang times, which are also even, um, I'm sorry, yang is odd, odd hours and yin is even. So on yang days and yang times, they say you should rotate to the right. And on yin days and yin times, rotate to the left, rotate the needles to the left. Okay. Gotcha. So if you want to be 100% authentic. Yeah. I mean, what then? What if it's a yang day, but it's a yin time? I mean, yeah. That must plan more correctly. <laughs> uh, just wait every other minute <laughs> to do the needle. I know, right? That's got to be like a scene in a movie where like this practitioner like amazing practitioner comes over and is like i can only treat you in one hour from now <laughs> yeah well when they first teach you the clock they're like oh it's the best time to like treat the whatever and i'm like you're supposed to treat someone for their liver at like one to three man <laughs> just like show up in the middle of the night be like ready for acupuncture guys yeah totally and i mean i would do it on myself when i was uh, suffering from insomnia i'd wake up in the middle of the night and be like what a great time to treat my liver <laughs> Put some needles in, go back to sleep, but not everyone can do that. Uh, 
Yeah, exactly. Efficacy also, it didn't work out very well. It wasn't until we did herbs or something that, that it all went away. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a toughie. And it, you know, the funny thing too is that 12 organ clock this is probably a bit of a pet peeve, but it gets referred to way too often. Meaning people should, and if you look the reason I say way too often is just because the Neijing rarely brings it up. They do bring it up like once or twice in the whole book. Yeah. Ling Shu, check yeah. out how much, I think it is Ling Shu side. Yeah. But then if you check out how many times they bring up just yin and yang, as far as night and day goes, it's like a third of the book. Like it's so much. So when people are talking about, you know, those really what they, you know, you can think about it as the 12 organ cycle. You can also think about it as the six Jing, sometimes translated as channels, confirmations or levels of the Shanghamun. But the best way is just yin and yang theory. So when it comes to the movement of day and night and what we should be doing on those, just go back to your yin and yang theory and you can't be wrong. The Neijing really just spends so much time. And that's why they say throughout the entire day, daytime, as long as the sun's out, it's Taiyang that's at our exterior. So I know six channel or confirmation people or Jing people would say, well, we go through three different stages. Yeah, you could think about subdividing it that way, but the Neijing doesn't. The Neijing says it's all Taiyang on the outside when the sun is up and it's all guess what on the inside. Or guess what Guess what deals with our body on the on the, the, the oh, yin time. I want to say Jui Yin, but I feel like it's wrong. That'd be in, yeah, it, would, it would kind of make sense where you got yeah. Taiyang on the so outside. Shao Yin. It's actually Taiyin. Ah, oh, just make it so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so Taiyang uh, during the whole daytime and Tai. The weird thing is they didn't tell you which Taiyin though. So I would argue that it's it's more foot Taiyang for the daytime and hand Taiyin for the nighttime. Because I think your lungs do a lot more than your spleen does at nighttime. Yeah, I'm. We're gonna put it that a pin in that and leave it for another day. I think. <laughs> Uh, so only so many curveballs and uh, and and knowledge bombs can be accepted at one time. That's right. Yeah. So we'll go over that another day. But that well, sweet man. Yeah, that brings it. I think us to an end for for ghost points. All right. Yeah, we might do more stuff later on, but hopefully this was a good introduction. Um, if you didn't know about the ghost points, now you do. And if you did know, um, hopefully this gave you some food for thought as far as how to translate them, how to use them, and which classics to refer to. 